Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So guys, this is a short episode, just talking about cool stuff that we've seen on the internet. Uh, are we talking non-pornographic? Or? <laughs> yes. So this week, I've seen something called Migration Trail, yes. and I what wanted to it? share it's it with amazing. you guys. This looks fantastic. I love, I love the look of it already. Okay, so tell me about this, because this to me, like at the moment, I'm looking at a map, right? Okay. Explain, explain what's going on. So, you know, there's been a lot in the news about the migrant mm. trail. Mm. So we've had uh, sort of various documentaries showing people who are traveling from various countries in mm. Asia and Africa towards Europe. Yeah, my friend made that, uh, Benjamin Zand guy, made that um, migrant trail for, for the BBC. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's, a, wow. it's massive. So it shows that sort of multiple countries uh, you know, people who are traveling from, say, West Africa mm-hmm. or Central Africa or uh, various Asian countries, um, how they're trying to get into Europe. And they'll go through, if they're coming from Africa, they'll go through places like Mali, up into Libya. You know, they're, they're crossing the Sahara, really difficult journeys. And, you know, you see in the news, especially here in Europe, uh, you know, people talking about migrants coming in, and it's all very, very dehumanizing. But this website, Migration Trail, is incredibly fascinating. Mm. So, Sahel, what are you seeing right now? Well, this is, you know, it's obviously some type of HTML-based, uh, I'm using like uh, app, in-browser in app, and it's got, um, well, it's got like a few kind of uh, main menus here. So when you come to the bottom, you can see um, what day you're in. Um, I'm presuming this is like part of his journey, and you have like his him as a person like his profile so it's almost like a game almost like you know you've got some, some key elements there um in terms of like st- tracking and where you're at what your like uh, your main kind of um like health parameters are is that right you say well, so mm. so basically so basically what this website is doing is tracking one person's journey from well, technically two people but you're watching one person okay so you're watching one person um and um is it, so his name is D- david okay yeah. so right now it's day one it was day zero. Day zero. So he started off on day zero. And yeah, so he's come from he's come from Edo State in Nigeria, so southern Nigeria. And he's traveling to Europe because he's frustrated with the lack of opportunities in Nigeria. Yeah. So it mirrors, you know, some of the real world motivations of migrants currently. Okay, so this is basically tracking his journey and he's gonna uh, so how 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 is it gonna track his journey? So presumably he has a phone. 
Yes. So everyone has phones nowadays. Yeah. And so we're tracking him through that. So it's. Oh, wow. So it's showing his like phone battery yeah. and signal and everything. Yeah. This is really yeah. cool. So at the moment, he, he's starting off at the smuggler's house. And I presume, you know, across the period of this, how many days it is, he's going to, we're going to chart his journey yeah. through wow. these. And he's going to message us and keep us posted on yeah. what's happening. So you actually receive messages as if you're his brother. Yeah. So it's a lot of it can be a name chat. Not everything is massively mm. important. It's so these messages on here, they're real messages. They're real messages. Wow. So not real messages uh, from migrants, but these are real messages as written by the producers of this project. Mm. I see. So it's meant to represent so the ideas that it hooks you in. It gives you a real human element of the story. It makes them not just a number like or a statistic. It's like this humanizes those people who are making this kind of perilous journey to so, the West. So basically, so let me get this right. So is David somebody, is he somebody who is just mimicking the journey or is he actually making the journey because he wants to escape the country he is in? David is a fake character. Okay. He's a representative of, of, of what someone like this might be doing and his stories okay. are similar. Yeah. But the people, so the people who have created this character, David, mm. they are actually making this journey. Are no, they? no. Okay. But they, they've taken stories from migrants and data that's real world data. Okay. And use that to create this immersive experience. I see. Okay. I got it. Got it. So, for instance, mm. so if you, so, so how you're clicking through right now, aren't you? So you yeah. clicked off messages and you're onto routes. Yeah. It's he showing. So you can see these kind of routes that, you know, that are available to you, the little dashed lines. And I'm presuming we're going to head down one of these routes to, to, to make the journey um, to, uh, to Europe from Nigeria. So he is. Well, right now he's in Libya. So yeah. he's going to cross over into Italy, presumably. So mm. how about we click onto day two? So this is done mm. in real time. But because we are six days in, mm. uh, we can click through this project. By day, by day one, um, getting into day two, I've, I'm traveling across the ocean. Now I can see, you know, my balloon line. Um, so you traveled across the Mediterranean. Yeah, and then and and I'm presuming I'm mid traveling now. I'm going more to Italy. So let's just go one more day ahead. Let's see what happens. So what can you see? with the, uh, when you zoom out on the map, because it's very interesting information. Mm. What's oh, it showing? Can, well, you can see the wind, you can see a lot of different stuff. You can see, um, uh, you know, uh, we're near Malta, Malta now. Um, and if you zoom in, you can actually see like, it's like real time, isn't it? You can see like what the conditions were like while they were traveling. Yeah, yeah so this is, the, so this is what struck me. Like when you zoom, when you really zoom out, mm. you see loads of planes flying over the these like land masses and seas and mm. stuff. And it's interesting that there's people on the, in the sky who are traveling freely mm. with no sort of like worry or risk or anything. And then there is this boat that is making its way across the sea with so many worries and so many risks. Yeah. So how do you think that, you know, this character's feeling? So if you go back to messages, what mm. do you think, what do you think's happening? So you go to the, so you can see they've arrived at the beach. Wow, and so this, so for example, on the beach, can't believe, go, wait, so, so there. Yeah on the beach can't believe that this thing can carry hundred of us. Now, this is the thing we hear all the time about um, people trying to make it across the sea in these on these journeys is that they get these smugglers, they pile on people onto boats that are obviously not enough to, or like over capacity basically. Um, and so this, this, I guess this message is trying to show, mm. trying to hammer home that, that people have no choice but to get on the boat 
or yeah. you know yeah. what is their what is their other option yeah this is cool stuff like, it's really interesting like, the, the, just the nuance in the story like there's little details here so they're saying one man is throwing up on the beach lucky say the man is maybe from ethiopia but he's not sure they did not take him we all know what will happen to him so it's really interesting that stuff like, just those little details you know you can really get gripped into the story it's a really interesting way of storytelling combining so the, technology the stories, yeah. so Alex he said the stories are made up made from real actual yeah. stories and backstories and messages right so yeah. that's that, that's like so heavy like so if you go back on this um, you can actually go back and you can see sort of various messages so this is done so this is done in real time mm. um, and they're actually showing real places so for instance one of the beach leaving points is a place called um, Sabratar. So just outside Tripoli, there's a beach near there. Mm. And this is, you know, a place that smugglers use. So this is real world information, mm. but combining real world information, this emotional content with real great use of technology. Mm. So it, and if you notice uh, little key points, it shows you information about people dying. Shit. It yeah. shows you- So the boat runs out of fuel. Yeah, spotted by a rescue boat. So yeah, it, it has these little details so you can almost read it like, you know, as if you were reading it in your phone, like, you know, it mimics real life in that way. Um, and it's really interesting. Let's, should, we skip, should we skip a few days or see what else is happening? Yeah, so we're on yeah. day three right now. Let's skip to, where are we now? Let's skip to day four and see what's happening. So we're, we're early morning, day four. Let's see what's happened. So, um, so obviously just chatting with his brother he was worried about him um, they got saved by a boat so there was an issue they ran out of fuel they got saved by the boat yeah, yeah. so then, so there was a pregnant woman on the boat what happened to her? Uh, pregnant woman died fuck that's crazy oh shit so what do the messages have to say about her afterwards? so the, if you go to the messages it says that she after she entered labour on the big boat but then she died survive rape survive beating okay so mm. this is there's another point so i was recently in um mm. uh, in the south of spain and there's a beautiful beach in the south of spain but obviously again that is one place that apparently i didn't know this a lot of these boats do end up because when i went to this beach with my friend who lives in south of spain like i saw these boats and i was like oh are these are these fishing boats like what, what are these old boats that people use fishing mm. and he said no these are boats that migrants come on and they, they, you know, these, these are remnants of those boats. Mm. And I was, I was, I don't know, it was such a weird experience to be next to one of those boats mm. in like pieces. And it made me wonder what the stories were. Did the people on that boat make it? And what happened to those people? And then he said to me like, this problem, like the problem is uh, on top of these people making these journeys over, once they reach here, first of all, they get, they, they most of them get sent back, but then they're also young, girls on these boats who do get raped mm. and some of them or they have been raped and they arrive they're pregnant mm. and these are things that until he told me this i hadn't even thought about yeah, what happens these people the are vulnerable aren't they in a way they, 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 they're, they're desperate and then desperate people are easy to take advantage of do you think yeah so what's happening right now it's day three yeah we're day three so all the nigerians and kenyans Ghanaians, especially the women are singing hymns um, so it's in a good place right now it seems like let's skip a bit forward and see what's happening here let's skip to hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So they've landed. They've landed, yes. Yeah, so they've been saved, they've been rescued. So which country are they in? Uh they are in let's zoom out a bit. Kentania. So they must be in Italy, right? Yep, Catania in Italy. Mm. So if you zoom out, you can see the number of messages sent at each point. Yeah, wow. So you can see that mm. over, you know, S signals being lost over the ocean. Mm. There are very few messages being sent. You can see the wind. And so that's another thing. They've used Mapbox here. Mm. And it overlays lots of incredibly interesting information. One of the things, um, climatically, is the wind. And you don't think that's so important, but... Considering these people are traveling by boat. Yeah, it's affected the journey, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, so you can see the wind conditions. You can get a better idea of what these people are actually going through. Yeah. And it's massively immersive. It, mm. You have the ability here to have the text messages that David uh, is sending to his brother. You can have them sent to your phone directly. Mm. And that really immerses you in this project. Mm. And even so far, you can click at the bottom. You can show, is it number of deaths? So what happens when you click at the bottom? Yeah, she so tells you how many people lost their lives. So data sets show migrants reported dead or missing people from January without possibly traveling legally, regular means such as an airplane or ferry. And with secure borders, people can see take much riskier routes via less safe modes of transport. That has led to a large number of deaths, one in 50 people. If you go mm. to the current day, so day six, yeah. what's happening? Let's come to day six. So this is as far as we can go at the moment. So, because where, so what's happened so far? Where is he now? He's travelled all the way across from the bottom of Italy, right across through Italy, and now he's crossed the border in, well, he's on the border even. So he's in Ventimiglia. That's the border between mm. Italy and France. I actually stayed a night there really? on the beach. Yeah, man, I was travelling Europe by train. And I'm only now that I think back, realising that there are people there, Mm. who are going the opposite way to me. I'm like, oh, crap, those people are probably migrants. Mm. And it's those things you don't think about when you don't have those problems. So this is just one person's story. If you mm. click on the left. So give a quick background on Sarah. So Sarah is from Syria. And... Uh, she has been living in Turkey since 2015 um, and she wants to get to Germany 
uh, who where our older brother has been living for the last three years. Um, so her parents and younger brother have applied for a family yeah, reunification visa. Yeah, but they... Um, but because she's over 18, she can't apply. So she has to make oh her own God. journey. Yeah. He left in March 2015 from Syria. Um, so she's been in Turkey. Um, and she's she, yeah, she's about to head off from Turkey. So right now, Syria. what's her current status? Uh, she's preparing to leave, departure. Um, and she's currently in a rented room. So you can see that mm. her text. So what's that mm. last message say? Can't read it's Arabic. So they've written it in Arabic. Oz, do you, you? I mean, it's been a long time since I've, since I've read Arabic. So. so you can click. You can actually click translate. Uh, so she says not as yet. She says they're still at home on the first day. Leave, yeah. Okay. So, so should we skip a bit? More? Yeah. Go, go. Jump a few days. Jump a few days. Let's see. Let's jump into day three. Well, I can't read it because you have to translate every single one. It's just slightly annoying. Uh, let's see this one. What's up? A lot of stuff is just been communicating a lot. So, what did the last message do? So, if you go. Oh, she's so sharing she a tent about with strangers. A tent with strangers. I mean, this yeah. is also another point. Like, because she, she's 19, she's a young woman yeah. who is trying to make this journey. There are extra risks. It's not just a risk of mm. the physical risks and. You know being attacked by people like as a young woman as we were saying earlier she has other risks to worry about as well and now she for example she has to share a tent with some strangers she must be feeling all kinds of anxieties from that you can see from the messages mm. um that she says she's uncomfortable about it but again what choice has she got like she wants to make this journey so she must feel like she has to stay there so it's showing that she's staying in the same place so it's not all about constant movement She's getting ready to leave now, so let's skip forward a bit and see what's happening. So she's making a move now. Oh, she's got a couple of messages here. They're getting tickets now. Okay, so now they're traveling by ferry. So I guess it's a little safer than obviously what they were doing before. So compare this to David's journey. Yeah, David's journey was a lot more perilous, wasn't it? Like people died and this type of stuff. So, I mean, no one's died quite yet, I don't think, in this journey. So they're on the way to Athens. On day five. Mm. Yeah, she's working. Or so about, is she working uh, in exchange for like being able, having somewhere to stay? Is that, is that, that's what I'm understanding from these messages. She says, we are shadowing the family in charge of cleaning up the kitchen and tomorrow we'll be in charge of cleaning the kitchen. So obviously she's staying somewhere now. So, so basically like they're living, they've been given somewhere to live, but they have to work in exchange for not pay, but just somewhere to stay and, and like, we just docked in Athens. We're off the ferry looking for a metro stop. How are you? We're heading towards a squat. Yeah, so they obviously it's not the best conditions to live in really, but it's, I guess- And she it's, says, she says it's very crowded, but the people are nice. So, I mean, you know, we're recording this right now mm. at 6.30 and that's what's happening. It's 6.33. So this, this story is incredibly immersive. It's happening in real time. Yeah, yeah you're following like what's happening. You can, you can, and I can see how this would be interesting if you could get the messages sent to your phone. You're almost quite voyeuristic in a way, isn't it? Even though directly she's chatting to you, but in a way you're feeling like, wow, like you're observing this story unfold in front of you, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So what do you guys think of this? Mm. this use of technology because this is this is you know it's not the first time i've seen this uh, i was gonna say alex and you said this before but like you know there was a similar app for uber drivers where you put yourself in a position of an uber driver and you have to earn a certain amount of money and it's basically like very similar to this um and and that was really interesting because it, it doesn't just make it you passively engaging in that content but you're actually 
you know an active person in it you you're you're connecting with that and it's utilizing um almost like a lot of game playing mechanics in it mm. like mm. and which it makes it more like a role playing game than anything wow and yeah. so, so i mean this isn't just the website they've got the website they've mm. also got a podcast where you can learn more about the characters and yeah. follow them i think yeah. like i've listened to a little bit of it and it's mm. just it's really amazing really mm. gripping so mm. What do you guys think of this use of technology in order to tell a story like this? I think it's it's really like, I mean, I want to follow this now that I've come across this. I want to see what happens because the uh, otherwise, what, because this has been happening for so long, the stories aren't any less valid, even though they don't get reported as much anymore. Mm. They're getting reported a lot in before, but no, now it's people have almost become numb to it. So maybe things like this might bring it back under people's radar. For example, like when uh, that little boy, um, Aylan Curdy, died on the beach, that suddenly people paid attention again mm. because of this, this, this image of a, of a little boy dead on the beach. Just kind I think of- that's the one thing that this is lacking, if I'm going to make any criticism, is that I want to see a picture of who I'm following. You know, I want to, that's, that's, that's really, if, if I had that visual imagery of them and who they are, um, then that would really draw me in so like completely to this narrative. But Sahel, I would put a counterpoint mm. to that. Mm. We're three brown guys. Mm. So when it comes to looking at people like this and seeing ourselves there, yeah, we have a lot easier time. So a lot of people who made this are based in the Netherlands. Mm. So if you're considering the term in terms of sort of representation and the type of people who this is targeted at, mm. they probably don't look like us. Yeah, and, and maybe that's part of the reason they left the images up, yeah. so you can connect with them on on a more yeah. deeper level than just what they look like. Mm. And yeah. the names David and Sarah, you know, you yeah. know people. Yeah, that's the other thing. So maybe like people, it's trying to remove those kind of stereotypes and like like prejudices people might have just yeah. based on the appearance. Subconscious prejudice that we might yeah. have about people, they're different to us, you know. It, it's humanizing them and making putting them like even having an English for example is important part because you wouldn't having that connection to them is important to what they're trying to achieve with this isn't it yeah so mm. do you think this is a cool thing on the internet? absolutely 100% I think it's a really compelling interesting way of storytelling a really poignant topic that you know absolutely needs to be looked in further and it's trying to address an issue fun underlying issue we have in especially in Europe right now which is kind of a disillusionment and apathy towards the struggle of migrants absolutely yeah I think especially now because we live in such a techie world telling this these stories of these struggles aren't anything new they're happening for so long but bringing in that, that technology to tell that story kind of adds this new dimension to it and people I think people will connect with it a lot more because of it. So if you want to check out Migration Trail, you can find it on www.migrationtrail.com. So this has been a special episode of Why Aren't You a Doctor Yet? We'll see you again soon. So you might be thinking, oh my God, how do I hear more about this podcast that combines science, tech, popular culture and comedy so effortlessly? Or you might be thinking, oh wow, these guys are geniuses and I have questions only they can answer. Or you might be thinking, oh my god, these hosts aren't even real doctors, and I know more science than them, and I want them to know this. How do I let them know this as quickly as possible? Well, what you can do is subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and all other podcasting apps. And I know you hear it everywhere, but a comment on Apple Podcasts really, really helps. You can email us your questions, comments, news stories, or just say hey at whynotadoc at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at whynotadoc if you want to keep up to date with what we're doing or be pedantic. We'll see you next episode.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.